I think he... Okay. We are live, yeah. <laughs> hey. All right, you guys. It's Wednesday. It's 9 o'clock, and that means it's time for Babe Talk. All right. I'm not Ollie, yeah. so... Changing plans. <laughs> so, I don't think I've Tony ever Peppers. seen you before. Yeah, I'm Tony. Um, I don't ever do this anymore because I have the worst internet connection ever at my school. But I'm noticing. In the times, in the days of old, I used to run this thing. But um, anyways, I'm Tony. And today, yeah, back in the day, today with us we have Alex North and Eric Navarro, our returning pimp. And stop! I'm nervous. And then making it worse. And then we have. Our guest, we have Joel from A Place in Time. Applaud. <laughs> All right. So. Ooh, fancy drink. What you drinking? Um, Long Trail Sick gauntlet. Day. It's just one IPA that we have at my job. It's pretty fucking good. IPA. We have the uh, the uh, the National Bohemian. It's uh it's real real classy, real expensive, and uh. Yeah. I have water. I have Nestle Pure Life. It's kind of it's kind of fancy. It um. Ooh, damn the good shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is a Walmart. This is Sam's Club. Nestle's Pure Life. Not even a top water. It's what? Dude, it's all about that Kirkland. No, it's all about. It's all about Kirkland. No, dude, it's all about Kirkland. You just gotta go to Costco and get all your water. Have you guys ever had that black water? Like, that really hits... It has, like, these weird minerals that turns the water actually black. And then, like, when you drink it, it has, like, cool stuff written in the bottle. I don't know. It looks disgusting. I just wanted to know. Listen, we do not segregate our water, Tony. That's fucked Yeah, why is it disgusting? We don't. No. I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like you're used to drinking water. You used to, water is not white. Let me let me first clarify that water is clear. This is true. This is true. So when you see black water, Tony's running for office right now. Just, I mean, that being said, if I saw, I feel like if I saw white water, it'd also be questionable. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, like when you turn your sink on really fast. It, so, I mean, oh, yeah. I guess it's a little bit better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just think yeah. of Randy Marsh South Park. The... This is cum. <laughs> this is cum. <laughs> Dude, is we can't, one? don't do that. South Park is literally my favorite show. Like, I know. They, uh, <laughs> it just rules. They got me and my I know you saw... magic players pretty hard. Yeah, I know you saw the magic episode. That one was hilarious. I was laughing so hard. Actually, doesn't a new episode come on in like an hour? Oh, yes it does. And, sure. uh, yeah, though that... For anybody who saw that episode but has never been to a magic tournament, it's exactly like that, except without birds. <laughs> it's pretty... Wait, you play, you play magic? Oh, fuck yeah. My whole band. Very competitive. Wait, like, yeah. <laughs> We I always wish the country play wherever like the bigger tournaments. Yeah, I wish I learned how to play that. Like I learned how to play Yu-Gi-Oh, and that was cool. Like I was I ruled the neighborhood so in Yu-Gi-Oh. That's the only thing. Yeah, but like the thing is, <laughs> it's broken. But when you're ten, you don't realize that you you see loopholes. That's shit. And it's it's cool to yeah. you, but I never learned magic. 
I always wanted to learn. Yeah, no one ever showed me. Magic actually looks really fun. One time I went and I played against this dude who must have been like 30 something. Me, it was whatever. me. And he had like a bunch of. And like, I, well, like whenever I destroyed his cards, I would like make like sound effects. And I would like touch his cards and. He would, oh he would get God. really mad. Pew! Yeah, because he was, he was probably super competitive and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, I don't I, a friend of mine... A friend of mine who was... Uh, he played in a couple of pro tours. Like, he's not as active now, but for a couple of years he was, like, making... paying his rent from Magic. And he, like, uh... He went to one and people knew him as kind of like a higher level player. And he was like, I just want to mess with people. So he's like, I'm going to talk like I'm super nerdy. And like, is most Magic players are really like in like tournament players. They're in a, they play it like it's poker. They go real fucking hard. Like it's real like competitive. So he went to this tournament and he was just like, I'm just going to go full nerd. And he, like, he would like sit down across from his like stone faced opponent and just go. I am a powerful necromancer. I will cast reanimate on my Jim Cataxis grandfather. <laughs> Holy shit, like that's this. hilarious. And then, he'd, and then he'd smash them, and they'd get so frustrated. See, like, the only thing I ever get competitive in, ever, is fucking Tekken Tag Tournament 2. And so, like, I'll, with my roommates, I'm always talking shit, because that's all we ever do. And I'm, like, the biggest shit talker, just for fun. But, like, uh, when I meet people who I don't know, I just be like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, I, I put them to, like, I'm all right. I'm not that great. And then <laughs> if I crush them, I feel really cool. And then if I get my ass beat, I'm like, oh, well, I'm a noob, so, like, it doesn't matter. Even though I play the game, like, literally every day when I get home, so. <laughs> no. All the time. Like, I used to play Smash Brothers religiously. And, um, um, you don't want to see me in that game, dude. Oh, no, no, homie. Homie, don't get me started. Like, <laughs> my school, my school did this event, and they had, they had, um, brawl projectors, and I was like, I haven't played in a year, so I guess I'll sit down. I guess, I guess I'll, I guess I'll break, I'll, I'll break my hat. I'll, I'll play again. And I played, and I expected to lose, and I just murked everybody. And I was like, yeah, you still got it. in brawl? Um, in brawl, I... I use Pit sometimes, he just doesn't have a lot of really strong attacks, it's really hard to knock people off the stage, but I'm really good with him. But you can tell how serious I get by who I use, because if Pit starts sucking, then I switch to Fox, or Falco, oh, it depends God. on what I'm how looking fuck? for. Oh God. And then I kind of just, I, I yeah. and I kind of do everything. Smash, how you could just like, take up the whole entire screen and then just like, float all the way yeah. <laughs> I do. That's what I do. I'm the worst person to fight against. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, if I'm losing... That. Or I just do it if I want to embarrass someone. Like, you just turn into the tank, and you just fly up immediately. Like, you just respawn, and you just lift people up. <laughs> but if I'm really serious, like, you know, like, I'm taking no prisoners if I use Link. Then it's just, it's murder she wrote. Link? Dude, I use, I use Ike, and I'm all about, like, straight power and prediction. It's just like, it's not fun being Ike. It's not fun fighting against Ike. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just so satisfying because his moves take like fifty years just hit a person, and when you actually yeah. hit it, it's like, dude, if they have like forty percent damage, they're done. They're pretty much dead. And, like, doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm trying to get a so I can get the new one because that looks really sick. Oh, eight players. You don't have it yet. Uh -uh. <laughs> oh wow! I got. I had the. I had the demo. 
for um my 2DS, but I'm so it was kind of iffy. No, oh yeah, the demo, the demo is cool. You can... one was okay. Yeah, you get you only get to play with Pikachu, Mario, Link, and um, the villager, and Mega Man. Yeah, and Mega Man, Mega Man's rad. I like yeah, Mega Man. Sick. I'm really excited. I wasn't I wasn't expecting his moves to be like that. Honestly, like I don't know, I don't know, but he's pretty sick. I like how they incorporated the whole. You can change, uh, like what type of like you know in the old Mega Man games after you beat a boss you get their power, and like yeah. they incorporated. That pretty, so that's cool. Yeah. Oh wait, you like you can change his moves in the game? No, I mean like he has moves that aren't just like normal Mega Man moves. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would yeah, be yeah. Like, sick. yeah, like he has the um, he has the scissor, scissor man. He can. I don't know. It's like a boomerang. I don't. I don't know. I didn't play Mega Man a lot. I was really bad at it. Um, it, it was a really hard game if you weren't good at it. It's like oh, it you have to practice hard. a lot. No, Mega Man haunted my childhood. Um, yeah, Mega Man really kicked so, like grass. Do we want to move on to asking how everyone's day was? I feel Mega like we skipped that. Mega Man 10 in real quick. While we're yeah, he's like, hold on, I, I forgot this. <laughs> I just gotta beat this uh, level. Yeah. Next support, Joel, what's happening? Thanks, Mateen. Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, guys. No, uh, my roommate is trying to fix my computer because it's some utter shit. <laughs> oh yeah, what happened? Uh, Are, is this even your? Because uh, it says Fog. I don't think that's your name. Yeah, uh, that's my roommate's name. I'm on his computer now. He's got like a, like, I mean, look at this shit. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And oh, wow. uh, is he a gamer? He's got like. Got like two screens and shit. Yeah, he's a total gamer. I whoop his ass. Back on that low show for a second. But uh, yeah, I don't know. My computer's acting really dumb. I mean, I don't ever do maintenance on it at all, and I've had it for like four years, I think. So it's just like it's really shitty. But my roommate yeah. is like an IT guy, so he can help me out. Oh, lucky you. I never take care of my computer. Ever. Like, every time I turn it on, it's like, oh, your protection has expired. You have no protection. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, wait, what, what were you using? Wait. Were, you using uh, were you using, like, Norton or Avast? I was using Avast. I don't use Norton. I was using Avast for so long, and then it was just like, yeah, yeah I'm like, done. I'm not going to work anymore. Like, it pops up all the time, and I'm like, I get it. I know. Like, you've updated. I know. That protection has expired, but here's the thing: is I don't care. Yeah, let's think about antivirus. <laughs> yeah, that's it always exactly seems just like pop up and like entire screen, like everywhere you click, it just like appears. It's like, hey, yeah, I'm over here, I'm over here. Like, I, I, like I, I got I, you I so that things don't do pop thing. up. Stop complaining. Yeah. Here you go. Here she doesn't like. She's mad right now. Yeah, like uh, I just hate how it would always fucking. By the way, that's UPS friend in the whole world. Um, but I always hate how it would just, the whole, like, you just be minding your own business, you could probably be sleeping or something, and then it's always loud as fuck, and it's like, a vast test, and I'm just like, dog, chill. I'm trying to relax. <laughs> so lame. The but. worst one, the worst one is it always pops up, like, I'll be asleep, I'll be laying down, it'll be 3 a.m., and I'll be right about yeah. to fall asleep, and go, 
a vast virus database, and it scares the shit out of me every exactly. time because it's always when you don't expect it. Virus database has been updated. I'm like, cool your shit. Like you do you, and I'll do me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, is everyone home for Thanksgiving, or is everyone? Uh, uh, what's everyone doing? What'd you say, Alex? I'm home all the time, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have lived here. It's the same backdrop, same shirt. Yeah, like, Alex still doesn't... For, like, for years, for, like, ever since I've, I ever added you on Facebook, always the same backdrop. Like, the only thing that's different is your hair grew a little bit. That's yeah. it. I'm saying you know time... No, 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 it didn't grow. I think he just combed it, finally. <laughs> no, oh, I, really? I, I just got out well, of the shower, nice. like, ten minutes ago. I blow-dried it. Oh, you fancy? Ooh. Yeah. So, oh. I, 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 I oh, make sure so I. Yeah, hurried up, shaved, you know, blue dry my hair. Oh, you got it all dolled up. I didn't shave, so, uh, but you can't even tell. I'm gonna put my. <laughs> you, cu you coming over later, or like, what's happening? <laughs> Getting all my Sunday best on, you know? <laughs> Can I get all gussied up, uh. you know? <laughs> You do you have so really, you guys been really rosy cheeks, Alex? Like I think the first time we did one of these, I made fun of the lighting as like you had blush or something. But I think you're just generally rosy. Yeah, uh, I guess so. I mean, I think you I just get stage. You, you look a child on Christmas every second I see you. <laughs> like you're. Yeah. Uh... Oh man! I, I well, just yeah. have that natural sense of wonder inside of me. You do, you do, and it yeah. exudes out of you, and um, it's very attractive. Yeah, thank you. Eric, so, Eric, what what are you drinking? What are you drinking, Eric? That looks like a some shitty beer to me. Some some natty, <laughs> some natty bow, some natty yeah. bow. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so Ollie keeps so, Ollie doesn't realize that we've gone live yet because he's at the uh, San Diego tour, and he's yeah. losing his I shit because we haven't responded. Oh damn it, Alex. <laughs> That's like oh, Alex. <laughs> it was Alex like fixed it. Yeah. Hold on. No, I'm gonna mess with him because oh, dude, I called him. Like, dude, it's not working. It's and not he was like, it hasn't been working for like 30 minutes. I called him earlier, asking him for help, like setting this up, because I mean, obviously, like I'm in space. No one knows like that. I know how to do this. I didn't even know I knew how to set this up. So I call him for help, and he's like, he's like, hey man, I'm at the show. And I felt so bad, so I don't know, I just didn't bother him anymore. I didn't mean to make <laughs> But you guys figured it out, right? Oh no, we're here now. It's it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we're gonna tell him that you know, not, so he thinks that we're, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna totally bullshit him. And just make him freak out. Make it'll the, be funny. The show right? happen, even though like everybody on the panel is totally different from who originally was supposed to be on the panel. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this week has been the most awkward thing. Wait, Joel, weren't you supposed to be on this on a different date? Didn't your date get moved? Uh, no. I think it was always the 26th, and then, like, I wasn't sure if it was happening. And then, Sorry. like, you guys invited me to the chat, so I was like, oh, this is still going on? All right, cool. Let me make sure I don't work. <laughs> it's like, oh, they didn't get canceled. Yeah, okay. They didn't get bored of it? <laughs> still doing it? So, <laughs> so, is that still a thing, or was it... Were you being serious when you said like, I was no, on the show? Like, like nobody, nobody responded to me, and I was just like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm gonna party night before uh, Thanksgiving." And then, like, I got invited to the chat, and I was like, "Oh shit, 
Okay, uh, okay, yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. Well, we're still gonna, <laughs> we're still gonna, I'm still partying. Like, Alex is gonna come over, it's gonna be, he's gonna do a dance, it's gonna be great. Gonna I'm be like, oh, if Alex comes over, that's the party right there, like, that's the party. Yeah, you guys can stay I, where you are, we're good. I, I, I so, bring the party. So, have <laughs> you all seen any, or played any, Joel, uh, good concerts lately? Um, our CD release was fun as hell. You were at that, right, Eric? Oh yeah, a little bit. I was, little bit? I was what that? What does that mean? I was on stage for a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, you did play bass for us. <laughs> I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. I'm very forgetful. It's okay. I'm sorry. Um, it's nice. <laughs> I got a photo album of you and I together. Memories that one of us doesn't share. That's yeah, cute. Um, you should you should totally let me get one of those. I will. They're all on Sean's phone. Um, they, my band specifically comes to shows that I play, even when I'm not, it's not our shows, it takes pictures of me, and posts the most embarrassing looking ones, so I'm just like, <laughs> There was actually a really, uh, there was actually a really funny picture from the CD release show, uh, where I was like, I think I was in the middle of, uh, like, you know at the end of Fog, when we're just like, acting like, what the hell is going on, and like, <laughs> looking around like, confused as shit, and then we're just like, oh, really? Okay. I'm pretty sure there was a part in that where I made, like, I'm going to try to reenact the face. It was just, like, like, I don't know what it was, but I'll, <laughs> I'll send you the picture. It looks ridiculous. That's I'm awesome. like, I'm, I might make this my profile picture. Just, like, why not? Dude, and I, we'll get more into the record when we do the interview portion, but that was, there are two moments on the record that you kind of threw a couple little spoken things in. The really thing is really nice. But right before the solo, uh, I forget which, what the, which song it's in, but, um, just go, all right, as it kicks in. Oh, yeah. Low, low, low in the mix. It's fucking cool. And suffer? Yeah, you can barely hear it. Yeah. Like if, you, yep. if you listen to it, like, if you're just listening to it on, like, your phone or, I don't know, if you're just, like, passively listening to it, you won't hear it. But if you have, like, pretty decent speakers or, like, you're actually paying attention, it's, like, a cool little, it's just barely there. But it's, I mean, we have fun. What about Tony and Alex? Any shows them. you've been to lately that were good? Um, I was, this is a sore subject. I really wanted to go see Riff Raff last and I was so close to seeing Riff Raff, but the tickets were $30 at like the worst venue ever. And it was just, yeah. I'm not spending $30 to see Riff Raff. I barely have $30 to feed That's myself. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, like, I mean... He has to take care of, like, Jody Husky, and he has to, like, pay for that Aquaberry Shark Grill. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm actually a pretty big Riff Raff fan. I do now. The brand of grill I mean, he has. You're a pretty big fan. He has the Aquaberry Shark Grill. It's the only one in the world. It's pretty obvious. But, um, <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's kind of intense. Well, you you could have just said grill. You didn't have to out as the whitest man on no. the planet. It's it's the Aquaberry Shark Girl. That's what it's called. It's not no, Aquaberry. No. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very it's very what? specifically a shark grill. Yeah, yeah. He's he's very he's very he's very touchy about his grill. Uh, your Huckleberry Fart Grill and go on. Hey, <laughs> right, but anyways, besides Riff Raff, I mean, well, I mean, the show was literally a month ago, but I saw brand new on their last tour. And I'm still kind of getting I over went to that, that show. one. Wait, was that the? Uh, uh, I don't know if that was the same one, but I saw them in July. 
I saw them in October. It was a very short string. It was like they only played southern shows, and that was the weirdest thing okay, to me. Like, man. no bands ever come south. So, I mean, of course, brand new comes <laughs> south. But no, it was a crazy show. It looked like it was 2004. Like, everyone in there was like, no offense, everyone was Eric's age, and I felt really young. And there's just, so how, just how, drunk how, girls everywhere. Just how is crying and screaming. Like, yeah, that sounds like a brand new show. Oh, they were. They were they were so good. They were, um they it was one of the first shows that I've been to where the band doesn't talk at all. They just they just performed. They played their songs and and they got out of there. And, and it wasn't like a rude way, like oh I don't want to be here. It was just they they performed. They they did their show. They yeah. they didn't like tune and be like so Birmingham. How are you guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, we came here on our last. Tour and it was really cool. Like they didn't, they didn't talk. I think like one time, it was like after a show and like people were going crazy and Jesse Lacey was like tuning and he was like, "What the fuck is going on with you guys?" But that's the only time that he really talked. And then he said like, "Thank you" at the end. But it, they, other than that, they were really good. They didn't use front lights, which was really strange. They just looked like ghosts the whole time. <laughs> yeah, because I saw I them at. That's naturally, what Brandon looks the, like. Yeah. <laughs> He oh, played no, Moshi Moshi, and that, uh, that was too cool. <laughs> but I saw them at the Fillmore in July, and honestly, I was really kind of disappointed because, like, there was no stage presence, like, at all. And, like, I get that, you know, it's not like a pop-punk band, so there's not going to be, like, posse jumping and shit all over the place. But, like, I mean, like, you can get angry still. And I, I don't know, because I was, like, really looking for it because, like, I look up, I looked up Lacey for, like, a really long time, and, like, I mean, they're huge, and they've been, like, they're, like, pros at this shit, and I don't know, I was just really expecting, he honestly just seemed kind of bored, and I was just like, no, I get that, like, like, I don't know, I, 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 I mean, but they, they play the songs well, but, yeah, no, I agree, because, like, I saw do you want to go, Alex, yeah, I saw them bamboozle 2012 play, like, like on the beach in Asbury Park. I saw them play, like, right before Bon Jovi went on, and uh, it was definitely an interesting experience, not just because, like, after Brand New ended, all the soccer mom were, like, rushing in for Bon Jovi and, like, all the soccer moms <laughs> like, yelling at, like, all, like, the kids and stuff, but, I mean, like... On stage, like, Jesse Lacey, he just kind of had, like, this, like, hoodie on. And he was just kind of, like, not really engaged in anything, so... Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. And it's, it's, like, I mean, like... Not that brand new songs, but there are definitely bands that play way more technical stuff. Like, if you've been playing this for years and years and years and years, like, it should be, like, a, like second nature to you. And, well, I feel like it was because they, their songs, they sounded fucking on point. It was just like, I feel like I was expecting so much more from, like, I mean, granted, like, a few times he did some pretty cool angry stomps, but otherwise he just seemed kind of bored, and I was just right. like, damn, I, I think, like. Yeah, there was no, like, oomph to when I saw them. Like, they were very good. Like, technically, they were good. They were fantastic, but it was just, they, I felt like they were just, like, did any of you guys ever do band in high school or anything? Or, like, no, ever have to, like, have you ever, 
Nope. Have you ever been have you ever been paid to do music? Like play music that is not your own? Yeah. It's yeah. really it's yeah, just yeah. really it's, the worst. it's just not the same. It's not organic. You just kinda like, okay, well, let me play these notes. Alright, I'm done. It's like a hired gun type of thing, and that's almost what it felt like. I felt like yeah. they weren't even yeah, playing their right. own songs. It was just like they're just playing the songs because they have to play these songs so that they can get to the next venue and do the same thing. And I'm just like yeah. I mean not that I'm new. But it's just like, I don't know, like, ever since I joined a band, I started going for bands that I like and that I look up to. I started going to shows as, like, a learning experience for me in terms of, like, stage presence and, like, just, like, when you can do things and when you can tune and just, like, so much shit. And just, like, I feel like I was so ready for to learn so much from Brandon. Brand new, and it was just like they were just playing songs. It wasn't really a show; they were just playing songs. Like yeah. it wasn't a performance. I feel. I think but I mean, they were still good. But like, no, no, hands down, they're good. Yeah, but, I think I read somewhere yeah. that Jesse Lacey has like mad stage fright, so he gets like plastered before every show or something like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I heard he gets drunk a lot. I heard he has like a bad drinking problem. Um, I think Anthony I'm not, I'm not, I'm, was telling about I'm not it. Trying to, uh, I'm beef, but uh, I remember seeing Taking Back Sunday, and they fucking killed it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yo, no, for real. Warped First, like, real show I went to was Taking Back right? Sunday. Really? I didn't see them until way later. Oh, I saw them. I saw them on 420 in 2012, and it was really cool. They, um, I lived on this military base. And they came and they played, like, a free benefit show. And it was just them. There was no, like, opener or anything. But it was so cool. They did, like, the meeting. They did a meet and greet at the youth center by my house. So I went to that. And they were super They were super into everything, except, like, Adam. He was a little weird. But they were just so they were so enthusiastic about, like, oh, hey, these are fans. Let's, let's like, engage in them. And even, like, before the show, like, I went out to go smoke a cigarette. And Adam was just hanging out. He was just chilling. Until like he left, was like, oh, gotta go play the show later, guys. And then, <laughs> and then they played this insane show. Like that's when his foot was still broken, though, so he didn't. Re- but like, I left that show thinking, holy shit! Like, music is so cool. Like, I don't know. That's like one of those pivotal. Yeah, one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's pretty dope. <laughs> One of my favorite, like, kid songs of all time is actually from Brand New, uh, on Yo Gabba Gabba when they did We All Love Our Pets. <laughs> That's yeah, Taking Back Sunday, not Brand New. No, oh, shit. Damn. If only Brand New was on Yo Gabba Gabba, that would be something else. Oh, uh, no, that'd be T- dark. Taking Back Sunday. That'd be, <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> I'm actually going to go see, uh... Actually, Sunday, going to go see Reliant K on their 10-year anniversary tour for, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, dude, Mm -hmm. that record was, like, one of my favorite records as a kid, and I was so mad that I wasn't, like, going to shows at the time, the first, and now it's just, like, yeah, like, one of the, one of the shows, like, if there were two bands, actually, three bands, I would fucking love to see this band when they were playing this record. It'd be uh, Reliant K playing mm-hmm. Fall Out Boy from Under the Court Tree. I don't care. <laughs> and 
Probably the starting line, any record. It, it doesn't really matter. What the hell? Oh, we're still here, but... Are you guys still good? Tony died. Tony's okay. not. Oh, so, Tony died. Oh, there's... Oh, there's wait. So, be before, I was busy Googling synonyms to riffraff to make dumb jokes, and, uh, <laughs> and then my power went out for, like, a minute. Like, whole house. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I saw that. That happened. And we were oh. just like, where did we go? Yup. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, dude, uh... How's it going, back Tony? to me. Hey, is everyone is is the show still going on? Yeah, yeah we're I peed myself a little. It says live. <laughs> Am I the only one who went out? Like, did yeah, the show mess we up? All, we all dipped out for a second, but when we came back, like, you just weren't here. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. So you didn't see my face of just. It disappeared. It disappeared, and I almost like I almost peed myself. That was terrible. <laughs> all right. Um, no, I saw. Um, hey, I saw Reliant K. The first time I saw him headline was, I guess, 2005, and it was they were playing mostly mm hmm stuff, which was really cool. And they, uh, they, well, they were playing this college, like this really religious college that was a couple hours, like in the middle of nowhere. So me and my friends drove out there. They played to an audience who didn't seem to know who they were. Ten dollar tickets. They were headlining. The band before them was MXPX. They played for like an hour, what? and then before, and then the opener was Rufio. <laughs> What? Dude, this was this was straight mid two thousands life, like right no, now. Exactly, and <laughs> no one there really knew any of the bands. And the singer of Reliant K was so pissed because it was like students running the sound and everything. They didn't seem to know what they were doing. He kept trying to like motion for his monitors to get fixed or something, and nothing was. He was so pissed. Uh, and it was one of those shows where. My friends and I started dancing, and we almost got thrown out. I don't mean, like, throwing. I don't even mean push -mushing. I mean dancing. Just, like, yeah, jumping up and down. And almost got thrown out, because that was, like, the crowd was like, no, you stand still. You stand still. Really? That's pretty yeah. lame. That's so weird. Yeah, I've, I've been to, yeah, those, those shows are awful. Are we dying again? Okay, hold on. I have a question, because I'm really confused. What year was this? Because, I mean, I don't... I don't really listen. 2005. Okay, I don't really listen to Reliant K or MX. Oh, sweet. I actually, I love Your hand outstretched and your eyes closed. I don't really listen. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm just blocking it out as much as I can. I know my eyes aren't closed. I'm just really saying to you all the time. No, I just. I was under the impression that MXPX was bigger than Reliant K. Maybe not like mainstream-wise, but... Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Reliant K was always bigger than MXPX, I think, although MXPX is a big thing. MXPX is big in, like, just like actual, like, punk way. Like... Yeah, they're always gonna have a following, like regardless, just because. It's like, in terms of success and like moving units, I would see that Reliant K would be higher over them. Oh, you know what? But with, like within the scene, I definitely see MXPX going going to that show. My friends and I were talking about how it was crazy that MXPX wasn't headlining. However, when I look back on it, that was when they released mm -hmm and um, Be My Escape was a small radio hit. Yeah. And, oh, and I think, no, actually, maybe that was the bigger radio hit. But that was like, that was their one small moment of we're on the radio, we're MTV relevant in one of the last Actually, years. fucking uh, that one song, Who I Am, Hey, Too, I've Been was on the radio. Or not on the radio, but it was on MTV for a while. 
That was, yeah, that, that, that was after night. that, though. Okay. That was after this this tour. Reliant, I know that because I knew that one night. Reliant K was usually, like, the band that kind of got, like, yeah. all, like, the super, like, Christian kids. Well, they were on a Christian country. label before they switched yeah. over. Yeah, I remember like, I had a, wait, a diehard uh, Reliant K fan well, uh, when my record came out, and she was complaining so much about it. She was like, Be My Escape is about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and that video has a girl in it. She's not his escape. See, Jesus is his escape. <laughs> see, the thing, like the thing that I liked about that band is that, yeah, they were pretty religious, but like lyric-wise, they did a good job, like making it really ambiguous. Yeah. And, and then I back to South Park. What, what I think was like really, what I think was really funny about like a lot of the bands at that time was that you'd have like a band like Reliant K or like Talk who would have like. God, a 12 song like, album, and 11 of those songs would be about girls. And they like, and the last they, song they scream would be like, saving a ballad. <laughs> they scream while saving the air or something. <laughs> and it would be like a real like a, piano there was ballad. It would be like really like, yeah, like heartfelt about like, religion. And then there would be like, oh, that's our song that, you know. That, that's our song right there. That'll be, you know, our. Those first couple records they put out were hilarious. Some of those songs. Like, I can't, yeah. Sadie Hawkins dance. That was a great song. I love the intro. They, oh, they, they re-recorded City Hawkins Dance for, <laughs> like this year, yeah, for some compilation. It's on Wait, Spotify, really? So. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I love uh, fucking the intro song on, uh, I forget what record it is. I think it's Two Lefts Don't Make It Right but Three Do. And it's like, uh, <laughs> uh, and it's like, uh, what do they say? The intro song is like, this is the kickoff. I hope you're not sick of Reliant K because we're here to stay or something like that. And it's just like, yeah. what the fuck? And then they have this other song called College Kids. And like oh, one College of the, Kids is a good one. Yeah, like one of the lyrics is in it is, uh, oh, God damn it. I can't I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take, I'll learn ma- I'll take calligraphy. I'll take calligraphy and then I'll make a fake degree. Like that whole song is just about how much college sucks. Like it was like the my last semester before the one yeah. years became big. Like, Dude, what record has Marilyn Manson ate my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and at the at the very end of it, they have the 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 message, the voicemail from their um from their label. I don't know if it was set up or if it was actual, but he was like, it was the Christian label, and they're like, our record label is not putting out a song called Marilyn Manson ate my girlfriend. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I'm I mean, so right pumped that that all those bands are doing these 10, 15 year anniversary tours. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many bands that I got into that I was like, I love this album. And then the rest is cool, but I love this album. Yeah. And like I saw Say Anything last, and, uh, last night and watching Is a Real Boy. Like they did 14 of the 20 songs. And just like, nice. holy shit. Like nice. it's unbelievable seeing those. I'm really hoping Kyoto's does a fifth or a 10 year for All's Well That Ends Well. Oh, you know year. they will. You know I really they hope they do. Because they've been going Kyoto's. through like a lot. They've been going through oh, like yeah, a lot of lineup good. changes and shit. And I'm just like, dude, like. I love this record. <laughs> like, please just play it. I could, play I could see it, it now. Like, like they'll they'll go on a tour. They'll slap on like "Bless the Fall" or like "Paris" or like a band like that on the bill. You know. I saw them with Dude. "Bless the Fall." It was really cool. They um, they opened. They played almost almost entirely "All's Well That Ends Well" songs. Like, nice. they played almost nothing new. And if they did, majority of the stuff older than "All's Well That uh, Ends Well" was from Bone Palace Ballet. Like. 
they stuck to their that's, I mean, that's still a fucking great record. Like, oh, no, 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 it is. Bone House Ballet is what got me into Chiodos. And dude, it was... But, um, fucking... Shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, did you guys ever listen to... You know Bo from Bless the Fall? His yeah. old band, Take the Crown. Did you ever listen to that band? Yeah. Dude, no. they were sick. Like, they were just, like, sh- like just good pop rock in a time where everybody was trying to be more post-hardcore. But yeah, like, I remember seeing advertisements for them in alternative press. Yeah, like, they were really good, and, like, I was really mad when I heard they were breaking up, because I was just like, dude, this is, like, one of my favorite bands, and, like, they were on the come-up. And then I was also pretty mad when I was like, oh, Bless the Fall lost their vocalist. And then I found out that Bo was joining Bless the Fall, and I was like, I'm not that bad. I'm not that <laughs> Yeah, bad. That, that's a weird, like, lineage when you, like, trace it back, how, like, all those bands are, like, connected, because, like... Yeah. Yeah. Bless the Fall. Bless the Fall's old lead singer went on to be in Escape the Fate. And Craig then, McDonald. Yeah. And Ronnie Radke. Like we, we can't even talk about Ronnie Radke. Right Wait, now. Craig Radke went on to be falling, falling Universe, and the drummer for Falling Universe was in that like band, like I Am Ghost or something. That was like I remember that band. I remember that band. They had like the violin and the chick doing backup vocals. Yeah, and they have yeah. like that one album art cover where it was like the pastel like goth girl on it with like the hair everywhere and she's like, oh. Wait, Greg Mabbitt was in the Word Alive, right? Yeah, he started the Word Alive and then they were like, okay, so pretty much the Word Alive was his side bitch and then yeah, they kicked him out of that. Yeah, they kicked him out out of that. Exactly. And now the Word Alive is like actually pretty huge in the scene, so it's kind of crazy. And actually uh, the guy who is now the lead vocalist for The Word Alive was in Greeley Estates and In Fear and Faith, I think. Wow, I remember Greeley Estates. Holy shit, that, that's taking it back. Like, Greeley Estates. And one of the guitarists on. for Greeley Estates was in I Set to Fear. I remember that band. With the two girls. I'm never doubting anything. Oh, no, 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 that's I, about that's bands uh, again. I Set to Kill. He just knows it all. So, if I remember that it was in Bless the Fall and The Word Alive, and he got kicked out of both bands, and now they're really big, does that kind of make him, like, the post-hardcore version of Jake Langley? Because Jake Langley was in Handguns. No, well, now... No, he was in Postseason. Holy shit. And yeah. I mean, no, 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 hold on. And that's, whoa, hold on. Let me, let me clarify. That is not a disrespectful thing to, to <laughs> Jake. Um, but, like, I'm sorry. It, it was, I was picking a little bit, but, like, that's no disrespect. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I don't think that Jank Langley is in a band that's like Escape the Fates, you know, that, that yeah. size. You know? I feel like every band that Craig has ever been in has gotten huge, even the one that he's in now. So it's just like... And also the, the Dead Rabbits that he's in now, or now they're on tour with uh, The Word Alive and, you know, Micah, Relocate. It's cool and... that he can still tour with The Word Alive, though. It's cool that there's oh, no more blood. Yeah. I think that's a really cool thing. Well, they had the whole Bury the Hatchet tour, so, I mean, I guess Craig Mabba has a history of, like, you know, brushing well, no, that up. was that was more of um, a Ronnie Radke Bury the Hatchet thing, because that was Escape the Fate and Falling in Reverse. Yeah, and, but it was, like, Craig and Ronnie had beef, and then they now they I mean, I don't, I don't really think Craig had that much beef. I feel like, I mean, I don't know either of them personally, but, like, just from what I've seen and just from, like... Oh, well, I actually, I actually met up with um, Ronnie Radke at Olive Garden last week, and we had a nice sit-down dinner. 
Well, we actually <laughs> were, you, were you there because you were family? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Why did you go to Olive Garden, dude? What? Because we wanted uh, to have limited breadsticks. I love Olive Garden. And dude, Olive Garden. Oh, you can eat breadsticks. <laughs> Ronnie Radke. Ronnie Radke is wearing Gucci sneaks and going Olive Garden. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, joining the the Bread Girls Club. <laughs> Jeez, I, was, I was trying to think. Do you think oh, the Girls Club like that Girls Club? I was trying to think. Yeah, I was trying to think of a a bread that sounded like Gucci, um, but then or something Italian that sounded like Gucci yeah. for for that. But all I could come up with was was, was Guinea sneaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah, okay. Well, I am one, so we're all good. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Ronnie probably went uh, to go visit like the bus boys because they were like his haters since his haters wash dishes for a living. <laughs> oh my god, you're oh just. <laughs> I can't Alex even... North is killing Alex. me. Alex, Alex you're a meme. Wonderful. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. So, um, rerouting a little bit, talking about ten year tours and talk about the Wonder Years. Did anyone actually get tickets for that? Uh, I don't know yet. I may or may not be going, but no, I didn't get tickets. I might have the hookups, but no, I didn't get tickets. Did you get tickets, Eric? Oh, I'm not interested. Oh, I was oh, on, really? I was on that at 1 a.m. and or not 1 a.m. 10 a.m. and I was I was there, and it was like I was on the three I was on the three day one, and I was just like, oh cool. Wait, what do they mean not available? Like, is it not on sale yet? <laughs> or like, what's going on? And then I went to like the one for suburbia. Because out of the three, that's my favorite. And then I was like, okay, well, this one still says it's available. And these ones still say it's available. Let me go back to the three-day one. Not available. So, And then I saw people on like all the groups being like, they're sold out. They're sold out. And I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah. Go back to uh, Suburbia. It now says not available. Like literally less than a minute afterwards. I'm just like, what? I might have to do upsides. Go back to Great Generation. They both say not available. I'm just like, the fuck. <laughs> I might well, like I, I got a bunch of tickets to the Get Stoked on it one. I don't know why I couldn't get those. <laughs> there's no, not really because they're not. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to bring up. Is they're celebrating their 10th anniversary of being a band. It's not it's not an album tour. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a band. It's for them. But the Upsides came out in 2009, and that was five years ago. Tony, I have a question for you. What's up? Did you, did you watch the show uh, last week? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. We had this did we talk about conversation. Did you guys yeah. really? Did you guys really have this? We sc- did. I, we did. You've made me out myself. As, I, by the way, I'll see Wonder Years anytime they come through, but I'm not like a diehard fan to like travel to go see them. Um, but I've had to admit that twice now, and it, it, uh, it's not helping my cred, Tony. No, okay, well, I'm sorry. Hey, Aaron, I'm really sorry. Actually, <laughs> no, I, I mean, get tickets to see them, the, so, the upsides date at least, because, I mean, I probably have to pay, like, way over, like, face value. Like, yeah, I originally, would. Originally, they were, like, $20, and, like, the cheapest uh, that they're going for now is, like, $177. These are assholes. That's <laughs> no, there's one ticket on there that's $5,752.25. On StubHub. Uh, that's so arbitrary. Like, is it is it an auction or did someone just pick that number? No, it's just there. Oh, oh, it's seven weird. tickets. Somebody yeah, bought I mean, seven like, tickets. Lovely. Don't like. Don't get me wrong. I I love the Wonder Years. Like, 
I remember fucking okay, not not to totally get super hipster, but I remember fucking repping that band, and all my friends said they fucking sucked, and I was just like, "Fuck, <laughs> they're playing a show at this church basement," and there was like thirteen kids there, and it was just like, "Holy shit!" That's awesome. And I mean, it was just so great because I kept going to their shows, and every time they would get bigger, like every time the crowd would be bigger. And I remember seeing them with Valencia, like right before uh, Upsides came out, and I'm just like watching this whole thing. Oh. By the way, keynote though, I was the first person to ever put a Wonder Years cover on YouTube. Go oh, search nice. it up. It's your Salinger. Awesome. But like, um, yeah, I mean, it's just really awesome seeing where, like, how far they've come. But like, I feel like making, I feel like doing the ten year of being a band because for a while they were a joke band, even though they were still a band. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the whole like. Uh, a 10-year thing, instead of doing a 10-year album and just doing a 10-year of us being a band, like, I think that's smart on their move because, like, the scene right now is definitely... It's definitely getting pretty dry, and I feel like if they wait too long, it won't, like... I mean, unfortunately, like, a lot of... Like, with every single scene, like, when a scene starts getting huge, it's more about trend than actually about, like, the nostalgia and, like, giving a shit right. about it. So it's no, just... I agree. I feel yeah, like the bubble grows and grows, and then eventually it's going to burst. Yeah, and I feel like if they were to actually do a, I mean, logically, it would be the 10-year for the upsides, and I hope that they still do that because that would be really awesome. But, I mean, there's not really a point at this point. I, I think like, a lot of those other bands doing 10-year albums, when that album came, the first album came out, they had they were in an era where radio and MTV got their music out to a lot of people, which yeah. is why you can still have 10 years later people know the album because it got out to so many people. And I guess that's, I bet that's a lot harder now that bands can, more bands can get successful in that they can make a living playing music, but less bands are going to be that giant that they'll yeah. be so recognizable even 10 years after. Yeah, right, no, like uh, a lot harder. Like Amber Lynn. Amber Lynn is playing their very last show tonight. For matter of fact, oh, well. and, yeah, tonight, and they went yeah, and they <laughs> they played right. cities, I think it's full, <laughs> and uh, it's not even listening to us right now. <laughs> I the other one, I can hear you guys. <laughs> the other album that they have that has like paper thin him on it, and let, let me know that. Well, like Eric ball. says, you know, uh, that's you know the ten year tours but, usually um, go with bands who you know. I've had that type of exposure where yeah. they were on MTV, they were on the radio, they were, you know, they were sort of more well-known, you know. Yeah, that being said, I, I think it was really smart of the one years to just do a 10-year band tour than a 10-year album tour. It's like, one thing that the one years has been really, really good at, and I'll say the only other band that's been that, like, knows what the fuck they're doing when it comes to marketing and all that stuff, is probably Man Overboard. Yeah. But, like, yeah. the Wonder Years is really good with, like, they'll milk their shit, like, nonstop. Like, whenever something new comes out, it'll be like, oh, we're going to have this, and then there's going to be this. And, like, like when they were doing the whole, if you come to a show, you'll get a picture of, like, one of the places we talk about on our record. Like, it's so, like, like kind of pointless, but it's so cool. And it's like no one else does this. No one else even thinks about this. And there's it's so many a... things. There's so many things that they do. That's just like they they're really good at marketing. And I feel like Man Overboard is the only other band that's like that good at it. Because mostly everybody's just like, oh yeah, let's tour, and then let's do this, and then let's do that. But like 
Man Overboard with fucking Lost Tape Collective and, like, all the shit that they put out. And, like, the entire Defend Pop Punk, like, is played out as it is and as, like, annoyed by it people are, it still changed the scene, like, yeah. in a drastic way. Right. So it's just like, you know what you're doing. I mean, my two cents. <laughs> yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. No, I, I agree. Tony, I mean, I think... With the marketing though, like you can put you can put your name on something as much as you want, and you can you can be like, oh hey, check out this, check out that. If you come to this show, you can do that. But I think really what really makes the Wonder Years really stick out is a lot of it sentimental stuff, and a lot of it's yeah. really yeah, definitely. Like you can see like like they don't acknowledge anything before the upsides anymore. But if you notice on the Greatest Generation, they um they make a lyric reference. I want to say it's in Cold Sac. It might be in Chaser, but I think it's in Cold Sac. He says um. You can hear Josh in the background say something about a careless urban sprawl, which is um, a reference to "You're Not Salinger, Get Over It," and I think I think it's the coolest thing ever because everything's connected. And once you get like attached to one record, like I have, I have so much sentiment towards Suburbia. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. And one of the big things I do is every time they have something new come out, I pick up every little thing that they're referencing. Like I analyze Greatest Generation when it came out. And I just, I think the way that they really handle everything, the way they craft it, and they really put their heart and soul into it all, I think yeah. that really just stand out. I mean, it, it, was, it was really well done, and, like, there's a lot of shit that happened, and I, I remember there was a point where right when the Upsides came out, Mike Kennedy actually left the band, and, that, like, that's why they got Nick. And, because uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going to college, because, like, you know, it's been a while, and, like, nothing's happening. And then, luckily, that's exactly when they started blowing up. And it, like... He got accepted to an internship at the Museum of, like, his Natural History or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he was in Washington, D.C. He was right down the street from us. So it was just like, I don't know, it's just, especially... He was only out of the band for, like, a month, though, so... Yeah, but it, it still was, like, that was the point where it was, like, he was no longer in the band. And it was, like, you know, a lot of things could have happened. But, like, what they do really well is, like... Everything that the Wonder Years talks about and everything is relatable. And it's like they put out all these songs and it's not like, I mean, it's not relatable to an extent in a way where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I was dating this person and they broke my heart and the end. It's like completely about, like, you know, self-esteem and just everything that you go through that isn't already out there on, like, the mainstream market. And it's like everybody can relate to it and then you feel like you feel like you're a part of, like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, you feel like, like that you... emotional, like, connection that you have yeah. with, like, that band and people who have that shared emotional connection. Yeah. And it's like, they release all this stuff, like, when they were doing the pictures, I thought that was really fucking cool. When they were, like, releasing a bunch of pictures, I think it was Suburbia when they were doing that, and they had a bunch of, like, uh, Polaroids of places that they mentioned in Suburbia. And it was, like... If you came to a show, you could get one, but it would be, like, a random one, and, like, everybody was freaking out about it, and it was really cool. I mean, like, I, I've been following that band for, like, a really long time, and, I like, it's so cool just to see a band come from, like, the stages that, like, you are in when you're starting a band, and then just watch them, like, literally get to the top of the scene. And that, that day when they released uh, Local Man Ruins Everything as a single, I was just like, dog, this band is on the come up. Like, holy shit, I can't wait. And, right. I mean, there's... Still not my favorite band. Favorite band will always be Anna Shikari. I don't care what anybody says. 
but they're definitely up there. They're definitely up there. <laughs> I remember that during that album cycle that every time that a new single would be released off of that, starting with Local Man Ruins Everything, and then I think the other one was... Uh, I, I forget what the other one was, but... I think it was Washington Square Park or Melrose Diner. It was one of those two. No, no that was the Upsides. There oh, was, wait, you're um, right. You're totally right. Coffee Shit. Eyes or something like that, yeah. I think I, it was I, Coffee Eyes, because they had yeah. the music video with Four Years Strong, I think. Yeah, but I remember tour. that they would release it on, like, absolute punk, like, in the middle of the day, like, while I was at school. So I was still, like, you know, like a sophomore in high school at the time. And I would go, and I would make sure that I would go to the bathroom, and then in the stall, I would just, like, put on my headphones and just listen to it. Like, I couldn't wait until I got home. I had to listen to I it. Feel, I feel... That's hardcore. That's really hardcore. <laughs> like, like, I've had that before, where, like, you sit in class, and you're like, I have to listen to this when I get home, but I've never been like, let me go to the bathroom stall. Let me, like, hook up my headphones. Like, <laughs> let, me, let, me let me just play a little clip. <laughs> that's right, so right. Cool. All yeah. right, well, I think it's a good time to transition to the interview section. And focus less on the music and more on Joel's music. So, Wait, what kind of music? Holy what? Shit. No, we're gonna talk about music. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. All right, so um, so Fong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fong. Us, sing us your Fong song. Uh, I mean, I'll get. You want me to get Fong? I can get him up here. He can sing it himself. There's, there's no phone song. I'm not Cisco. I got the reference, but it, it wasn't like Fisco. Fisco. <laughs> so, um, talk to us about your CD release, because, I mean, you talked about it a little bit. All I know is I wish I could have gone, but Baltimore is really far. It's pretty, it's pretty far, but, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, we were, we were kind of stressing out a little bit about it because... Uh, we still didn't have a bassist, which is why Eric was actually playing bass on a few songs for us. Um, we had the guitarist from this other band that I'm in called The Old Line. Um, he was actually playing bass on most of the songs. And we wanted to play a lot of songs. Like we wanted, Obviously, we wanted to play the entire EP because it's fucking it's only six songs. Yeah. But then we also wanted to play a bunch of old songs because like, we knew a lot of people were coming out. And like we actually had a pretty okay following when we were, like, super easy core. And, you know, those songs are still fun. So it was just like, okay, but we got to make sure we fucking relearn them, know how to do everything, and just, like, pretty much not suck. And I was kind of worried because uh, it was the same day that I was buying, because when, when I went out on tour with Postseason, I used their Jet City head, and I was just like, dude, this sounds fucking awesome. Like, I would love to get one of these. And they were like, well, we're not using this one. Like... We have a different one, so if you want to buy this, you can. And so I was like, yo, at the CD release, I'm buying it. And so it was... I usually have a lot of problems with other people's amps because my guitar is kind of old. And, I mean, it sounds great, but it just gets kind of fucked up. So I was really worried, but I don't know. Like, it just it just sounded sick, and we had a bunch of fun. Like, it was pretty cool. Do you guys still play the older stuff? Like, Oh, hell yeah. Um... Like, like, I was listening a little bit to you guys beforehand. Like, I wanted to listen to, like, some throwback stuff to bring up. Yeah. And listening to your guys' new stuff, like, listening to, like, Rather Be the Fog, and then listening to, like, You Know the Type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's a huge contrast. Hey, you like, Know the Type You know the type is that song. That one song, 
where it's just like, ah, oh, this song. And, you know, we act like we don't want to play it, but it's still fucking fun. <laughs> when you haven't it played it in fun. so long, when you haven't played it in so long, and you're just like, you know what, let's play this jam. And then a bunch of your friends and a bunch of people you don't know start losing their shit, and just like, everybody's going nuts. It's just like, dude, this is too much fun. Like, I'm always going to play this song. We pretty much yeah. got to a point, because uh, we had a bunch of lineup changes, and like a lot of shit happened. And um, we were pretty much like, okay, here we're going to do. This is the first year I've been playing guitar in this band. I usually just sing. Um, but we were pretty much like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play the CD release. We're going to not suck. And then we're in the process of doing this right now. We're just going to learn every song that we have, like completely flawlessly, which has been kind of difficult because lineup changes and shit. But it's like, you know what, fuck it. Like me and Danny, we came up with this phrase that it fucking works for everything, like whether it's school or being in a band or just, like, anything you want to do. It's just, like, do you want to be legit or do you want to be a bitch? <laughs> like, you're either going to do one or the other. You're going to do one or the other. So which one is it going to be? So it's just like, okay, well, I'm not trying to be a little bitch, so I'm going to be legit. So we're pretty much trying to do this thing where we're just, like, we'll have, like, our set set list and we'll have, like, a few, like, older favorites, and then, like, play mostly new songs, and then just have, like, three empty slots where we can literally, at any show, be like, yo, who's ever heard of us before? Do you guys want to hear a song? Like, what song do you want to hear? That's a good plan. Like, That's, like, perfect. Yeah, because, like, yeah. The, old shit is st the old shit is still meaningful. Like, I, I get that. Like, I hate when I'm like, oh, man, like, I love this band, but, like, they never play their old stuff, but I'm going to go to their show hoping that they play my favorite song, but I know they're not going to, <laughs> and it's just like, dude, like, if you want to hear it, we'll play it, honestly, like. It's all so you fun. guys take you guys take requests. Yeah. <laughs> so I can come up and ask you to play Freebird. They because they wrote Freebird. Don't, don't Yo, you know what I you know what I mean, Eric. You know what I, I just wanted to be that person who asked for Freebird. You know, there's always don't worry, you're always gonna be that guy. It's always gonna be that guy that asked for Freebird. Yeah. You guys will never escape Freebird. You guys know Dan Podhast, the uh, acoustic guitar, kind of like pop punk, pop rock guy. Yeah, Damn. the guy who opens up for Streetlight Manifesto. Yes, he always opens up for Streetlight. He has a song at the end of his set where um, he, he every, people always yell for Freebird, and so he uh, wrote a whole song, and he'll pick someone out in the crowd, whoever called Freebird throughout the night, and he'll be like, this song's for you, and he'll be like, tonight when you go home and masturbate alone in your parents' basement, you're an <laughs> asshole, you Freebird, the guy just trying to play acoustic guitar. <laughs> the guy for like three minutes. Oh, that's really that's appropriate. Hilarious. I actually that's just hilarious. got to my parents' house today, so hey. Let's How go. many times have you uh, <laughs> cussed so you're, the you're actually that guy. You're actually that guy. Yeah, yeah. you're that guy now. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to come get on Babe Talk because my hands were getting raw. <laughs> can, you, can you do us a favor and just scream Mom Meatloaf? That would be... Just the best. I would, but I think she'd actually run in here, and I don't want to have to explain that show. <laughs> what she actually runs in here and brings in meatloaf, and you're just With like, meatloaf. I'm not even hungry, but okay. No, I mean she she would definitely understand like the joke. She gets the wedding crashers reference, but I think she would be too concerned, and she would make me explain that it's just a road I don't want to go down. <laughs> it's too much. Well, you see, we were talking about me masturbating in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm low on protein, so I figure... So, yeah, so, Joel, you said, so right now you guys are really solidifying your set. 
getting everything ready so that you can be the most legit band when you're ready to go back out again. Yeah. Um, what, uh, say, how long do you think that process is going to last? And once it's over, regardless of when, what's your plan? Touring, more music, uh, local shows, how are you planning on uh, taking the band to the next level? Well, um, ever since I made one of those cliche uh, band community network groups, a lot of people have been hitting me up about shows. So, you know, I always tell people, I get it. I, I know how it is. Like, if you're looking for a show, if you're coming through the DMV and you're looking for a show, hit me up. Even if I can't set up that show for you or even if, like, we don't have, like, anything going, if you need a place to crash, hit me up. Because, like, I know how And so, like, a, a lot of stuff has been happening for that. I've been meeting, like, some really cool people. Um, and right now we are trying out a bunch of people on base. And that's going pretty well, I think. Um, was talking to postseason about possibly doing some touring. Um, of course, we are definitely trying to get a new van first before that. But we may be able to do like some things if like we can just equipment share pretty much. So right now it's just like we're just trying to like perfect everything and like get our lineup back together and everything. And uh, you know, probably around. Early January is when uh, when we played our CD release for postseason. They were asking, you know, when are you guys trying to go on tour, like blah blah blah. We're trying to do some shit in January, so probably early January. Some stuff is definitely gonna happen. Definitely gonna set up a few shows. If not, if not going on the entire tour, just like a few, like maybe five days or something, just to like rebuild a local fan base so it can like exponentially like grow further out. I mean, we've been doing a lot of grinding as far as. Uh, like, online presence, and, like, we'll go to shows and shit and just chill with people, make friends, and, you know, oh, yeah, like, check us out, blah, blah, blah. If you have a band, hit us up. Let's jam. Let's fucking play shows. Like, it's really all about community, and I feel like that's something that's really been lost, like, in the last few years when it comes to any scene, really, in general. Like, the Maryland scene, especially, it's it's so scattered. Like, around the time when All Time Low was blowing up, it was just, like, insane. But, like, Right now, it's kind of like a there's the whole Southern Maryland scene, which like nobody around here really knows about, but I'm definitely down to. There's like the DC, like so, like that part of Maryland scene, which kind of goes into Virginia, and then there's Baltimore and Frederick. And the Frederick scene is crazy, but like it's always just Frederick because they're all there. There's really nothing to do there except go to shows. So, um, actually, I've been talking to Caitlin a lot, and we're just like, okay, we gotta like actually lock it down and just rebuild shit because like there's a lot of good bands in Maryland and like we're all pretty much friends but we just don't all play shows together like we play shows together but in like separate little cliques almost and I feel like that's something that really needs to change I don't know I'm kind of digressing here but no I mean no we're listening you're making good points and like I agree with all yeah, of this yeah yeah the You're community. actually getting into the nitty-gritty. Like, a lot of... When we talk to a lot of bands, they'll just say kind of more generic things, which may just be the case in their area, but, like, I can attest to what everything you are saying is, is absolutely accurate, and it's, it's yeah. kind of cool to, like, really see the dynamics of how a statewide music scene kind of works. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, this is the Maryland music scene. Like, you fucking go on the groups on Facebook, and it's, like, Maryland music scene, or it's, like... But then you also have, like, Baltimore, and then you also have, like, DMV, and it's like, but that's still Maryland. So it's just like, I mean, there's there's a bunch of bands. Like, some of these from postseason are in Maryland. Uh, I mean, obviously, Heavyweight, Wander, 
uh, take care. The dudes in distances are starting to be like, there's oh, so good. Oh, many coming back. <laughs> well, it's not distances. It's okay. three of them and Zach Mills from uh, Threads. Yeah. On base. But like, there's so many bands and there's so much potential and like so many people who actually are about the grind and like are down for it. But it's like we kind of just stay in our own little corners and like what we need to do is just like you know maybe get some bands from Frederick play some Baltimore shows, get some Southern Maryland bands on that too, and just kind of like do like a interstate show trade, if anything. Like, I, I mean, I know that's kind of stupid because it's just like, it's not that far spread out, but like, it's far spread out enough to where we don't play shows together. And we could be way more, like, it could be a way bigger scene and we can be so much more cohesive, like, as a community if we would all just like, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's what's important. Like, scene is really just a fancy word for community. And, yeah. it, and when you look at it, like, that's, everything gets big because people, like, network together. Like, I mean, you can look at it, like, on a small scale. Like, Odd Future wouldn't have been, or Tyler, the creator, wouldn't have been half as big as he is if it wasn't for Odd Future. Yeah. And that's just, like, a small thing. But then you even have, like, Pop Punk got huge in, like, 2012 because you had people, like, well, even before then, I think 2012 was the peak, but you had, like, the Wonder Years mixing with Man Overboard and mixing yeah. with Fireworks, and, like, all the big bands in the scene were big because they just fucked with each other, and yeah. they were like, oh, you're doing this? Let me help you out with this, and it was a lot of, like, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Right, right. Yeah, and, and I, I think that's so important. That's, like, that's one of the coolest things about it, because it's, like, you know, we're all about it. We're all trying to do the same thing here, and it's, like... It doesn't matter do if, alone. yeah, you, you definitely can't do it alone. And, like, it doesn't matter if I'm not super about your music. I mean, honestly, me personally, I'm not picky at all. Like, I'll pretty much listen to anything because I feel like there's something good in every genre that you can, like, there's, you just got to find it. And, like, there's something you can dig in every single, like, style. But, like, you just, you just got to help each other out because you're all doing the same thing. And something I've been noticing a lot is when, people will get really, I don't want to use the word elitist, but they'll just brush someone off so easily without even, like, listening to their band or, like, without even, like, talking to the person, really. Like, somebody hits you up, and they're like, oh, yeah, hey, blah, 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 you're in this band. Can I help you out with a show? It's just like, dude, like, you should hook that band up with a show because the worst, like, the worst-case scenario is that band won't be good, but you'll still make new friends, you'll still have more connections, and you're still building a community. And it's just like, dude, it doesn't matter because you're all doing the same thing. Like, you all feel the same way about what you're doing. So you might yeah. as well do it together. And I right. notice, like, a lot of people just kind of, like, it's, be I mean, competition, like, friendly, being competitive in a friendly way is cool, and it helps a lot. But, like, be competitive know. to make better and better music is how I look at it. Yeah. Like you want to just be like, I want to make a better record than, so say some other, say a place in time puts out this great EP that just came out, and I'm like, man, I want to make the next record I make, like, amazing, because I got to match or top that level of quality. And I think that makes music scenes better. Or you see a great live band, and you're like, oh, we got to do more like them because they've got it. They're legit, yeah. and we're looking like little bitches. And so we want to make our stuff <laughs> at that level. And I think that makes the scene better. But when it's competition like, my band's bigger than your band, or 
um, my band has more cred than your band. That's when yeah. it gets just detrimental because it doesn't help anybody. And like a, another thing that I notice is like a lot of times there there's so many like there's so many like hot points in this scene right now where it's just like if anything at all happens or anybody even says anything about it, your band's pretty much done. And it's just like like uh Could you give an example? Okay, so Alright. I'm not gonna name any names. <laughs> if, it, if my name's in it, you can just throw it out there, that's cool. Oh, if your name isn't it, I wouldn't care. But <laughs> no, I I'm not gonna name any names, but Okay, so pretty much uh and don't you name any names either, because I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm not trying no, to call anybody No, We but, don't do that on this podcast, unless it's uh, us. Unless we're calling ourselves out. We don't. We don't do that. Oh, then let me apologize, because I, I, I fired shots today, and I feel really <laughs> You can fire shots at famous people. <laughs> That's fine. They're not but, no, no, no. Uh, okay. people aren't people. All right, but, um, sorry. Joel. Okay, so. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, basically... There is somebody who is in a band, and they posted something up on the internet, and somebody who was in another band felt that it was something that was really fucked up to say, and it was really, like, misogynistic, and it was really just like, oh, I know you're talking about me and this person, and that's really fucked up, blah, blah, blah. It became a huge thing in literally no time at all, and then... They kind of got, like, that person's band kind of got called out. Pretty much made the entire person look like shit. And at the end of the day, he was literally quoting a lyric from another band, like a famous band. Like, and that's what that internet post was. It had nothing to do with the person who thought it was about them. And then even after everything still got explained, that person was like, oh, but what makes you think it's okay to fucking post something like that? And it's like, dude... I just like this band. Like, I didn't write the lyrics. I don't feel this way. I just like this fucking band. I like the song. That whole front porch step thing was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that what y'all were talking about? Because that was a lot. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) But it's just like, like, don't get me wrong. I definitely feel like a lot of things should be taken seriously. But I also noticed that it it doesn't really matter what the actual situation is. It's like there's three things. It's misogyny, homophobia, and I'm trying to think what the last one was. I don't know because I was talking racism? about racism. Sounds like racism. Is no, I don't think it's, I actually don't think it's racism. Like it might be it might be racism, but I'm pretty sure there's another one. Be. Violence. It should be, but yeah, okay. yeah, whatever. We'll just, say, we'll just say that it is. But basically, it's just like, don't get me wrong. All those things are completely fucked up, and they need to come to an end. But it's gotten to a point where, meanwhile, like, okay, so pretty much in this scene, if anybody even, if anything is dropped at all, like even if it's not actually the case, even if it was a complete misunderstanding or anything, one person, they'll never go to the actual person they have a problem with and be like, hey, I feel like you were saying this, and I feel like it sounded kind of like you meant it like this, and that's kind of fucked up, and I don't want to hate you, but, like, are you a fucking dick or not? Basically. But, like, 
People won't do that. They'll just fucking subtweet and they'll just like yeah, that's a bummer. talk so much shit. And it's just like, dude, now you're blowing this up. And now people who don't know this band and don't know the people in this band will instantly be like, oh, well, I don't know this band, but fuck them because they said this. When it's just like, there's a chance that it could be the case, but there's a chance that it could not be the case. Meanwhile, fucking Davi Vanity of Blood on the Dance Floor is literally raping <laughs> girls on every single tour. Like, he's actually, we don't have to get into that, but he's actually a piece of shit. Yeah. And it's just like, but so much support and all this stuff. And meanwhile, all of us small bands over here who are actually just trying to live our lives and do our thing and be ourselves. And, you know, sometimes people may actually be fucked up and people may actually be being a dick. And if that's the case, definitely investigate it. And, you know, I don't fuck with them. But, like... It's just like high school, man, you know? It's just like he said, she said, rumors. Yeah, it's like everyone, like, shitting on each other, like, not yeah. realizing that, you know, somebody might say something that they might not mean or they might not realize what they're saying or, you yeah. know, or, or they might be angry about something else, so, you know. And, like, Ooh, that's... I, I mean, like, sometimes people just say stupid stuff and, you know, sometimes it's just like, hey, you said a stupid thing. That doesn't mean that, you know, that you're a bad person because you said, you know stupid things that were bad. Yeah. I mean, and if you're being stupid, then you're being stupid. Like, I've been stupid plenty of times in my life. I did like, today. This podcast, even. <laughs> this podcast. I've said so many <laughs> stupid things. Like, I'm just, I'm literally just bleeding stupidity. <laughs> well, I, I'm just fine. So, I mean, you it's have good. a lot of internet presence. presence. Like, I, yeah, yeah, it's very good. Um, <laughs> You're always on the internet, Joel. Like you have a very big internet presence. Like I'm, like I could do pretty much anything on the internet, and I'd probably find you. <laughs> and I don't know if that's like just coincidence or what it is, but I notice like you're not one of those people who's like constantly plugging like, oh hey, check out a place in time, check out a place in time. Like, like I, I mean, know you, yeah. I know you as Joel from a place in time, but I also <laughs> know you as Joel from the internet. But to me, those are two separate people. You guys aren't in internet band. And, I mean, is there a reason yeah, why like you guys aren't like that? Is, is it because of, like, how vicious it is? Like, how quickly, like, things can snap and turn on you? Is is that, well, like, one of the reasons why? Or I mean, I definitely feel that it kind of sucks because in today's scene, you can't really express yourself that freely because people will blow shit up. Someone's going to take it the wrong way. Yeah, and then if you're in a band and that happens, or if anything like that happens, like we just discussed, you're pretty much done. Like, either, like, it's just it's just not going to be good. And, so... But, I mean, honestly, for me, I'm just like, if I'll be on, like, you know, Defend Pop Punk, all those groups, and if somebody is looking for music, I always have my links ready. Mm -hmm. I always, I, like, I always paste it. I'm just like, here you go, man. Like, if you dig it, you dig it. If you don't, you don't. But, like, like what we were talking about before, it's not just about, you can't just be like, oh, uh, listen to my music. Hey, listen to my music. Hey, listen to my music. Because it's like, dude, why the fuck am I going to listen to your music if you're not going to listen to my music? If you don't even want to talk to me and get to know who I am, why would I care about your music? And it's like, a lot of artists like complain about how people don't want to listen to music. And like, I get that. But at the same time, it's not just about your music. Even you blowing up as a band and you touring isn't just about your music. Like, we're all doing the same thing. So it's like, at some point, you have to realize that 
you can't just shove shit down people's throats. You can't just be an advertisement on TV. Like, you need to actually make friends with everybody that you possibly can. Not just for your own gain, but because that's what a scene is. It's a community. Like, and there's going to be some shitty people. Fuck them. Like, who cares? Like, it doesn't really matter. But you're going to find some cool people. Like, for instance, if I was just plugging my band all the time, not actually talking to anybody, not actually being friends with anybody, and just being like, hey, listen to my shit, hey, listen to my shit, and aside from that, fuck you. I wouldn't be on this right now, and I wouldn't have you guys as my friends. I wouldn't have everybody in any group as my friend. And it's just like, I'm happy for this. Like, I'm happy for this going on right now. I'm happy for what me and the people that I know are trying to do in the scene. Like, I'm happy for, like, everybody. It's just cool because we're all the same. And honestly, if you're just, like, trying to plug your band constantly, you're going to totally miss out on that. And that's on you, man. Like, that fucking sucks. I like how you're phrasing it, we're we're all the same, it's like we're all in this together. I think one thing that does get lost pretty quickly is why we all did this in the first place. There's a reason we chose this, not just playing music, but going to shows, as opposed to going to, to the club, going to playing sports instead of music, doing... Yeah. There's a reason we chose to put ourselves in this position, and once we're all trying to like make something out of it, whether that's booking, playing in a band, doing a podcast... I feel like sometimes you can quickly forget and just be like, we're not, we're, we're very much outsiders to the rest of the world. And yeah. this is our tiny little community that we exactly. need to better care exactly. of. Right. Like, it it's, doesn't matter if you like, doesn't matter if you're in a band or not. Like when you start going to shows and like, that's your thing. You love music. You love going to shows. You love hanging out with the people there. doesn't matter if you're in a band or not. Like, that is your place that you call home. Like, we are all the same there at that point. It's like, anywhere else, like you said, you feel like an outsider. Like, you know, you may be into some stuff, but, like, this is your passion. Like, this is what you love. And we all feel the same way. Otherwise, we wouldn't fucking be here all the time. Yeah. So there's really no reason to, like... I mean, you might as well make friends with everyone because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you already have a huge, huge thing in common. And... It's really it's really upsetting when you see people not about that. When you see people like just plugging and like I understand you have to grind. Like grinding is very very important. Like yeah. you have to an extent shove your shit down people's throat. Yeah, I feel and, like you have to do that at first, and then eventually your name's out there enough, and you're kind of like, all right, I can lay back and just. If at a certain point, you know, it stops. Like it. it stops. Uh, this kind of reminds me of uh, a needle drop. Uh, the YouTube channel, the needle drop. If you're not familiar with it, check it out. Um, but yeah, he did a video where it was like, at what point does music stop becoming music and start becoming a meme? Because he was saying that like people wanted him to review uh, Neutral Milk Hotels uh, in an airplane over the sea just because you know uh, people wanted to like you know have him sort of be a part of the meme and stuff like that. But I mean. You know, I, I I think there's a total different thing between just plugging your band and, you know, like, making a meme out of it, you know? And there's a, there's a lot of misunderstanding, like, what networking is. Like, you can you can invite people to like your Facebook page all you want. You can, you can drop your SoundCloud link wherever you want, and that's all cool. But a lot of it is impression-based. If all you're going to do is just link me something and say, oh, hey, check out my band... Yeah, you're you're faceless to me. I'm not gonna remember your name. Exactly. Your name could be your name could be like 
Josh or your name could be Travis, but to me you're just Facebook user. You're, you're nothing. <laughs> yeah. But like, like how many how many times do you get a like maybe not so much anymore, but how many times would you get a random Facebook message from someone being like, Hey, check out my band? Like Almost every all day. the time. Even if, or, even if you would go into the other section day. of your uh, like inbox because since they wouldn't be your friend it would just be like one time you would check your other section in your inbox and yeah. there would be seven of these messages from like the last like two years. <laughs> or like, or you send impersonal messages where you know it's clearly like, they don't Copy even try things. to mention your name. Yeah, like I see record labels do that all the time. Yeah. But like one of the first times I tried to I tried to get involved in music, I tried to make a compilation for like unsigned bands and it was, it was a past member. But one of the first people who got to me was someone from A Place in Time. And it was the coolest thing ever. Like, he talked to me, and it was really cool, and we got buddy-buddy. And then that's how I met you, Joel. And you were like, okay, yeah, like, hey, I'm on board. Like, we're, we're putting the song on the comp and everything. But, like, now you're on the show, and, like, I'm pretty sure you would have gone on the show regardless. But if it wasn't for how you react and, like, the impressions you made, you wouldn't have been nearly as enthusiastic as we were to get you on the show. Like, you got on here, and I was like... Can I, I? I want to be on this week. Like, yeah, we, Joel, when we were, when we we decide who gets to be on, like we, like Ollie will open up, like who wants to be on these shows and give a list of shows, and you were definitely one of the shows people were fighting to get on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And by the way, Joel, even if you just promoted shamelessly forever, I'd still be your friend because transitions no. is no, don't no, it's not anything nice. It's because transitions is that good. That I just you could be the worst person in the world in that record. I just feel like nope, he's the best. I was actually I was actually re-listening to that record last night, uh, and I was just like, dude, don't get me wrong. I love the new stuff. It's more of what I like, like what we've been wanting to write now. It's like a combination of like everything we've been listening to like in the past ten years, but like. I mean, when we when we did Easy Core, like we were pretty good at it. I personally think, not trying to be like cocky or anything, but like I like listen to the songs that we wrote, and they get stuck in my head, and I'm just it's like, so good. it's just no, like, it's I rem- like like I can't tell you how many times I've you know because I do have a tendency to look up like top ten Easy Core breakdowns on like YouTube, <laughs> or and like a place in time like pops up on it every so often, and I'm just like, yeah. yo, it's so cool. <laughs> Dude, like, we just have fun, and we actually made music that, like, we would listen to, and it was just a great thing. Like, it was great. You, you didn't get tired of it, honestly. No, you guys are definitely doing a good thing for the scene. Thank right. you. And sonically, like, everything is doing pretty good. Like, and also, um, back to previous, the, like, the most previous topic. Um, yeah, like, if somebody hits me up and is, like, Hey, I'm from blah blah blah. Listen to my band. Here's the Bandcamp link. As opposed to someone being like, "Hey, uh, I saw you in this group. You're in a band, right?" Oh yeah, blah blah blah. Actually, have a genuine conversation with me, getting to know this person. Yeah, dude. Like, we should probably play some shows or something. Like, if we come through, like, you should hit us. Like, we'll hit you up, or like, you should hit us up if you come through. Like, here's my band, and. I'd be like, dude, awesome. Here's my band. I'm pretty much 100% more likely to check out your shit. Because I'll usually check out stuff. I, I'm honestly been so lazy on like listening to music recently, but all the bands I listen to are like local bands now. And yeah, dude, Every year I can make a comp of new local band music. Yeah. It's fantastic that I can listen to. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy how good some of the bands. Yeah, are that's the here. coolest thing. Like going and looking and finding, you know, like these local artists that are just like so talented at what they. Well, you do. can see every other week if you wanted to. That's yeah. one of the things. Yeah, so and cool you're just it. like, you know, I want them to be absolutely massive because they are just so talented. Like. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, but like at the same time, these are people who you know. These are people who you're friends with now. And it's just like yeah. that builds the momentum, like, or that builds the, uh, like, it just makes you want them to succeed so much more. And that was kind of a problem that I was dealing with because I recently made a group that was just straight for band networking. And, like, one of the biggest problems that I was having is, like, you know, people would just come in one time, plug the band, and dip. <laughs> and it was just like, dude, like, that's cool. If it's your first time posting in here, definitely post your band. Like, definitely post your band completely. But, like, this can be so much more than just, oh, here's some people that will listen to my band. Because if you do that, no one's going to listen to your band. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. No one's going to listen to your band. Like, we can actually have people across the country, decent amount of people, can start it up, start talking, start setting up stuff, play shows, become friends. It's, like, something that would only happen if you happen to go through their state. Like, 20 years ago, you would have to go through their state, meet up with them, then be like, oh, okay, we had our booker set this up, and now we're bros. But, like, we have the internet. We Bands already... back then would laugh at us for bitching about setting up tours. Like, yeah. Like... <laughs> I'm just like, dude, we have, we, have, we have the internet. Like, we can establish connections and relationships now. Like, we can do it before we even meet up. And then we can meet up, and it'll be way more chill. Like, and, like, the... The thing to me is, like, it's it's the internet. You're not talking to someone face-to-face. But you should still treat it to some degree like you're actually, like, in person with someone. Like, imagine yeah. if imagine if you were at a show. Like, you just played a show, and there was someone who, like, enjoyed your show or whatever. But instead of, like, coming up to you and being like, oh, hey, great show, they just came up to you and handed Here's you my like, band. some burned CD. <laughs> Didn't say a word. Just handed it <laughs> to you and then left. Yeah. I mean, hold on. I would actually probably listen to that but I would also expect it to have, like, a death threat and then explode, like, five seconds after I listen to it. But no one's, no one's going to take you seriously. And You're even, right, like, Tony. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not being mean, but, like, even if your band sucks, like, if you like if you were a friend and you showed me your music and it was garbage, because you're my friend, I'm more likely to, like, justify, like, your faults, like... I'm more likely to be like, oh, well, they don't really have a lot of resources. Notes they're not uh, playing. Just learn guitar. This is good for now. He'll get better. And then I'm more likely to support you. But if you just, like, link me and your band sounds like two cats having sex in, like, a tin can, I'm not... I, why? <laughs> gonna have what are you doing? Two cats can fit in a tin can. That's the thing that got me right there. Oh, okay. the two cats <laughs> in the tin can? <laughs> How do they fit in the tin can? <laughs> That's, okay. that's, not <laughs> that's like a philosophy question. <laughs> Schlong, sh- instead of Schrodinger's cat, you have Schlongdinger's cat. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for that. But yeah, dude, it's just like it's it's such a simple concept. It's like people are like, oh man, people aren't checking out my band. Oh man, like all oh, this is happening. When all you have to do is just be friends. Just like meet people. Just talk to people, man. Like. It's about so much more than just you and your band and just, like, people listening to your music. Like, you're, like if you put more into everybody else's shit and just, like, again, the whole community, 
Yeah. Like, your band, by default, will probably blow up. And so will everyone else's. And then right. all your best friends will be huge. Or, like, to some degree. And it's just like... Yeah, it's, it's like you keep building yourself up, you know? Yeah. And well, it, it should be common knowledge, but... It helps, it helps to make friends, but it also really helps to have really awesome music. So, Joel, where can we find uh, some place in time jaunts? Um, okay, so, obviously, we have everything on Bandcamp. Um, right now, Spotify. Uh, yeah, we're actually on Spotify and iTunes as well. Uh, right now, um, we were supposed to make our... It's been named... Like, the real thing has been name your own price since we came out with it on Halloween. We were supposed to change it. But uh, we just didn't. <laughs> so, I mean, if anybody wants to go so pick snatch it up, that. yeah, like if anybody wants to go snatch it, we'll probably we'll probably make it uh cost something for December and then do some shit for like Christmas week. But um, you should call it the yeah. Black Friday deal. The Black just Friday buy it off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been like Black Friday deal for like a month now, so it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We were thinking about making everything on our Bandcamp free on a. Uh, like, Christmas week or Christmas weekend or something. But, like, yeah, man. I mean, we were dead for a while. There was a lot of shit that happened with the band. And we're just like, dude, like, we make music. And we think it's cool. So, like, I hope you guys think it's cool, too. And it's free if you want it. And so. people should, honestly, people should buy it anyway. It's really worth it. You also oh, get to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Place and time is really awesome. Good. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Right, we're here about out of, out of town. Yeah, it is running past. Yeah, we talked for a really long time, but I really enjoyed myself, guys. Oh, no, this yeah, is definitely... Oh, yeah, yeah, we awesome. definitely loved having you on the show. Thank you yeah. for coming Let's on. Let's do this again sometime as well. Yeah, no doubt. I'll see There's you in like two weeks, probably. So you should bring that around more. The cat's really cool. Oh, the cat? Yeah, we um, have like three, so... Yeah, nice. <laughs> oh, bring all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fung right now. I figured out. All right, well, this has been well, Babe Talk. Oh, to the Avenue. Who's, who's going to talk? I don't oh, know who's talking. I was going to say, oh, I, was, oh. I was hoping for Tony, but fine. Uh, for Tony oh, oh. and Alex and, of course, Joel, I'm Eric, <laughs> and this has been Babe Talk, and I think Tony has to hang up, but uh, we'll see you next week with some other band. <laughs> Have a glorious Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. See, um, check us out. Your friends and family and football and... Delectables. <laughs> well, that was necessary. All right, see ya. See ya later. Yeah, bye. See ya.